Today we're going to continue our transition into the new year right. and, and present some information from another article that talks a little bit about um, starting new habits, breaking old habits, um, all with the idea of we're starting out the new year and um, wanting to get those resolutions or new um, annual goals, right. um, uh, getting them started off on the right foot. Right. And today we're going to talk additionally about this notion, a little bit about the notion that you want to start some new behaviors, right. but anytime you want to start a new behavior, you're going to have to give something up. Right. And it's in giving something up that you may encounter uh, most of your difficulties. Absolutely. Okay. And, and this article today, what I like about this one, is it talks about um, what you need to do to start a new habit mm -hmm. or to break an old habit. Right that you want to get rid of. Right. Okay. So it, it, it's the same procedure mm -hmm. can be used to accomplish either getting rid of a, an old habit that you want to get rid of or uh, developing a new habit. Well, and as you said, <clears throat> oftentimes we have to do both uh, because yeah. usually to start a new habit, you're going to have to stop doing something else right. Uh, right. because we only, there's only so much time in the day. Mm -hmm. And so to, to start something new, you're going to have to stop doing something else that you're doing. That's right. Um, we, you and I have talked uh, both on the program and privately, that um, I'm going to start an exercise program, mm -hmm. but I can't. I, I've been having a hard time at the end of 2019, having a hard time deciding what do I want to give up. Right. Uh, do I want to give up work time, sleep time, family time, mm -hmm. uh, rest time, relaxing time? What do I want to give right. up in order to build um, some some short um, exercise right. routine into my day? Um, and so I've been trying to work out that schedule. Right. And this, this article speaks to that somewhat. Right. And it's, because, and it's amazing because I was, I was thinking <clears throat> of our uh, conversation uh, from the other day. Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking about that because, you know, you think just sliding 30 minutes a day, right. you know, 30 mm -hmm. minutes a day of exercise. Well, 30 minutes a day, that's actually about an hour. Because by the time you're getting ready to work out and then you're recovering from working out, you know, changing clothes and all that kind of stuff. That's right. That's right. You know, you're really talking about an hour and an hour, cutting out an hour of the day feels mm -hmm. very different than cutting out 30 minutes for the day. Years ago, many years ago, years ago I was training for a triathlon, mm -hmm. okay? And so the biking and the running, I had sort of built a routine for mm -hmm. those. But when it came to swimming, I found huge obstacles because mm -hmm. swimming, yeah. you had to go there, mm -hmm. you had to change into your swimming clothes, then you had to take a shower and dry off. Right. So a half hour swim turned into an hour and a half right. block of time, mm -hmm. okay? If you swam for an hour, right. it, was, it was an hour and a half to two hours. And I just, I was in graduate school at the time, did, I just didn't have time to do right. it. There was, there was just no time. But you're right, people say, well, you only have to exercise 30 minutes a day. Right. It's not 30 minutes a day. Number yeah. one, it's it's getting there, it's exercising, right. it's changing, it's showering. So it's more than thirty minutes. Uh, and where do you get that time? And for many busy people today, I'm thinking of a working mother. Mm -hmm. When when would a working mother yeah. put in daily exercise? Right. No. Well, and it's like you like you said, you, you have to build it into your routine. Um, right. You have to build it in and, and make it just part of your mm -hmm. regular day, right. um, because that's the way that it's going to become a habit. And, Right. Something you normally That's do. Right. And so this uh, this person, uh, his name is B.J. Fogg, F-O-G-G. -G. He's from Stanford University, and they have a uh, behavior, um, mm -hmm. behavioral, a whole, I guess it's a whole division yeah. at Stanford University called the uh, Behavior Behavior Design Laboratory. Right. Okay. And um, Fogg works out of the Behavior Design Laboratory. 
And he's come up with a procedure, process, yeah. way yeah. Um, of um, that that simplifies this whole process, and um, and it's based on a simple premise, and that is that when we make resolutions or we decide that we want to do something differently, we tend to punish ourselves if we don't achieve right. it. And we talked mm-hmm. on the program last week that 80% of resolutions mm-hmm. never uh, never get achieved and we're finished Most of resolutions finished by February. By February, mm-hmm. right. And he said, uh, and we tend to be very hard on ourselves, blame ourselves, we don't have the motivation, we don't have the dedication, mm-hmm. we don't have the persistence, the perseverance. He said, that's not the problem. The problem is the process. It's not right. you, it's the process that you're using. Absolutely. And so what we're gonna talk about today is his um, three-step, it's actually a very simple three-step process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he uses, because uh, psychologists love acronyms. Yes. Um, well, psychologists, educators, military, military every, yeah. everyone loves acronyms. Right. And so his acronym is MAP, M-A-P. M-A-P. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uses, again, just three steps um, mm-hmm. to to help, again, build new habits or to um, start right. old habits. Yeah, what I like about this is that the MAP procedure can be used to build new ones, mm-hmm. build new habits, or... Uh, get rid of bad habits that you want to uh, clear out of your life. Right. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to read more about this. The, the link to his article is in the show notes, so mm-hmm. you'll be able to read a little bit more about right. it. But um, So let's let's jump right into his right. Um, acronym, mm-hmm. um, MAP. Go ahead. First, M. First, first is motivation. motivation. Are you sufficiently motivated? Right. And we say we are, but are you really? Um, and again, it's I want to change, but I'm not sure that I have enough motivation to really make the change and sustain the change. We talked about that last week with the idea of commitment, mm-hmm. um, because you know motivation and commitment, they're, they're gonna be very similar in this right. kind of situation. Um, mm-hmm. And if you don't have the motivation or you don't have the commitment, it's gonna be really difficult right. to, to stick to it. Um, and that's where we've talked about motivation many, many times on this mm-hmm. podcast. Um, but the, the whole issue, of course, is sustaining motivation right. uh, over time, mm-hmm. uh, which is where we got with our micro-resolutions that we micro. talked about last week. Right. And um, before we get too much farther into this, he sort of likens MAP to a math problem. Right. You know, he's saying, uh, let's look at motivation. Is your motivation high or is your motivation low? Mm-hmm. Okay. Many people would like to start running, but their their motivation is really pretty low, mm-hmm. especially if you live in climates where mm-hmm. it might be 20 degrees one day and below zero one day and 40 degrees one day. Um, how motivated are you really? And mm-hmm. so, first of all, you gauge the amount of motivation that you have. If you're highly motivated, right. it's more likely that you're going to do it. If there's low motivation, then perhaps you have to look at the other two parts of the formula, mm-hmm. which is your ability to do it and some kind of prompt to make you do it. Right. Okay? So think of these three things in terms of high and low, right. high motivation, low motivation, and what part of which one of these three things do you have to work on right. to make this work for you? Right. So yes, the A in MAP is ability. Um, so is it something you're capable of doing? Are you able to do it? And, and again, it's, it's really... Um, critical, I right. guess, um, for any behavior right. that is something that you can do. How many times do we see people mm-hmm. talking talk to patients or, or just even friends right. and they say that they want to start this new behavior, they want to start this new exercise or this mm-hmm. new um, diet or, or whatever. And as soon as you start talking to them, you're thinking, how, 
how in the world are you going to do that? Right. How yeah. do you have the time to do it? Um, you know, you don't run a mile right now. How are you mm -hmm. going to run five miles a day? Right. I'm going to run. I'm going to run a five k right. or, or a three mile run somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so thinking about the ability to do it and. and your ability can change, will mm -hmm. change over mm -hmm. time. Right. And so you say, well, right now I have the ability to, to walk, mm -hmm. you know, a mile. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I'll have the ability to run a mile. Then I'll have mm -hmm. the ability to run three miles. So you, you're going to change and sort of gradually increase what your ability right. is. But you have to be honest and direct with yourself about what right. you can do. You know, um, in, in, in our practice, um, Dr. Bernie and I, um, frequently have the conversation of how much time you have to invest right. in, in building a practice. And over the years, we spent most of our time here at the office, seven days a week, many hours a day. Right. That means our ability to do something might be low. Right. Okay, My ability to change is low because currently my schedule is such that I truly don't have time, right. at, at least as my schedule is currently structured, I don't have the ability mm -hmm to change my schedule right. very much, okay? Right. So in my case, my ability to change would be very low, right. okay? So then I have to look at the other parts of this equation right. or I have to change something about my ability. Right, because it, you know you can have absolute maxed out motivation. motivation. Right. You can have all kinds of prompts, that's the P. You can have right. all kinds of prompts all over the place, right. but if you don't have the time, you don't have the ability to do it, Right. You know, anything times zero is zero. And, and again, I think of the working mother, right. you know, uh, with school children. Okay, right. she gets up and, and there's so much to do every day. And she just doesn't have the ability mm -hmm. to, to make this kind of a massive change. Right. Okay, so in her case, ability might be very low. Right. Motivation could be high, ability could be low. Right. So the third part of MAP is prompt. And so what we're talking about here is um, having cues, having things around right. and in your environment to, mm -hmm. to cue you or to prompt you or to remind you of what it is that you're trying to do or stop doing. Right. Um, but I think of the uh, picture of your fat self on the refrigerator. Right. Okay, that's a, a very simple prompt right. for you not to open the refrigerator door. It's a reminder mm -hmm. of what you're mm -hmm. trying to accomplish. Now that prompt may be enough mm -hmm. and it may not be enough. Right. Uh, people who want to quit smoking, right. one of the things they have to do is they have to quit drinking right. or because they smoke when they, they drink. They associate those two. Right, mm -hmm. they associate the two. So you, you have to, you can also manipulate your prompts. Right. Okay? And he tells the story of a young woman named Katie mm -hmm. in, in the article and he talks about um, one habit, one positive habit that she established and one negative habit that she wanted to get rid of. Right. And the positive habit, is it okay? It's okay yeah, to go ahead. Because it, it really is a good example of what we're talking about. The positive habit is at the end of each workday, before she left her office, she would clean off her desk mm -hmm. and she would organize her inbox and her outbox right. and her computer, get everything organized so that when she walked into work the next morning, everything was ready to go. Right. And she found that it really, she wanted to increase her productivity and that was something that worked very well. Right. So the prompt was her desk. Right. You know, she looked at her desk and it reminded her, you have to mm -hmm. clean off your desk. We, we have a, um, a physician friend of mm -hmm. ours who um, will, does not leave the office when he was practicing, right. would not leave the office to go home until he had all of his chart notes and all of his he would records stay, done for the day. He would stay until 10, 11 o'clock at night. He would not leave the building until everything was completed. I don't that do day. that. 
I, st I have chart notes from a few days ago left to do. I used to marvel at that because I'd arrive early the next morning and there'd be all these notes in my box and articles that he had copied for me to look at. And he had done all that after the workday ended. Right. You know, patients would be gone by five or six or seven. Right. And he would stay until everything was completely finished. But that was a behavior that he <clears throat> wanted and needed so that he started out each day fresh and new. That's right. Um, he didn't have anything rolling over from the day before mm -hmm. because it, it can't accumulate if you're not careful. Right. Um, others would never do that because, you know, if you're staying at the office until 9 or 10 or 11 o'clock at night, certainly mm -hmm. that's taking a toll on your family life. And that's right. so you, you, you're going to, to lose some things there. So you have to balance it, and that's where right. you know the ability and the motivation part comes in. Right. You, you know, you have lots. There's lots of prompts, perhaps, to mm -hmm. get all that stuff done, but if you don't have the ability because you have right. to get home, or you don't have the motivation because mm -hmm. you'd really like to be spending that time with your family, that equation isn't going to work out very well for that that's behavior. Right. Yeah, if he had to get home to make dinner or right. to take care of school-aged children with homework and everything, he would not have had the ability right. to get closure on every day at right. that time of the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a simple plan, um, not the band, but it's a simple uh, procedure to follow um, to help with this idea of ending a, mm -hmm. a, a behavior that you'd like to get rid of or to start a new habit that you'd right. like to build. Um, with looking at motivation, how, how, how driven are you to <laughs> intrinsically uh, to get it done? Right. Um, your ability to do it time-wise, physically, Right. Um, able to do it right. um, and then what kind of prompts you know setting some things up in your environment to right. cue you and remind you that this is what you want mm -hmm. to be doing yeah because he tells he, he goes on to tell the story about Katie the same woman who organized everything at work and her bad habit was uh, you understand this better than I do she would wake up in the morning and start scrolling through Facebook mm -hmm. I think is what what she did mm -hmm. and um, I don't you, I'm not a big Facebook user, and so I have no idea. But I, what I can gather is that she would start reading messages and get mm -hmm. dragged in. They call it going down this rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. And so in the morning, she would wake up, she would pick up her phone, and she would look at it, and she would start scrolling through things. And instead of getting up and exercising, which is what she wanted to do, mm -hmm. she was scrolling through Facebook postings right. from all over okay and so she would suddenly realize that she was she was she had just used a half hour or 45 mm -hmm. minutes yeah. scrolling didn't realize the time was going by then she couldn't work out right. so the problem was and this is where the prompt comes in the prompt for her to scroll was having her phone at the bedside mm -hmm. and she used her phone as her alarm clock right very familiar to most parents most mm -hmm. kids say oh I need my phone you know, That's what I use mine for. <laughs> I need my phone as an alarm clock. Like, go to any store and you can buy an alarm clock for $5, okay? You don't need, nobody needs a phone for an alarm clock. I know that's what we do. But in Katie's case, the phone became the prompt for this bad habit, mm -hmm. okay? And she was giving up something right. she also wanted to do. So in her case, she had the motivation to exercise. Mm -hmm. But she had stronger motivation to scroll. Okay, mm -hmm. she had the ability to change it. Mm -hmm. It was a very simple thing. But the prompt, she worked on the prompt. Okay, mm -hmm. so she said, "I have to change the structure of this thing." And so what she did is she put her phone in the kitchen mm -hmm. at night. Yeah. So she got rid of the prompt, and she got an alarm clock. Mm -hmm. Went to Target, Walmart, bought an alarm clock, and so the alarm clock then would and she. She put it in the place where she had to get up and she had mm -hmm. to turn off the alarm clock. Then her day got started. So she mm -hmm. changed her prompt. It wasn't motivation. It wasn't ability. 
It was the prompt that she changed. And then she was successful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember as I was reading that, I was thinking about a lot of other ways to deal with that yeah. same prompt. You could delete the Facebook app off of your phone every night, right. mm-hmm. um, re- reload it in the morning, you know, right. if you, you know, later in the morning once you get mm-hmm. up and going. But if, it's, if you open your phone and the app isn't there, you're going to be less likely to jump right into it because you don't right. have to download it and all that kind of stuff. And so there's mm-hmm. other ways to do that. But again, it's still working on that same idea of mm-hmm. adjusting the prompt. Right. People talk about watching TV in their bed. Take the TV out of your room. Right. The, the prompt is having it there. Same with food. Um, at night, you know, people tend to overeat at night because mm-hmm. you have less inhibition. After you have finished your meal, right. clean everything off, mm-hmm. put all the food away, put it out of sight, yeah. put it in the refrigerator and cupboards. Because if you leave it out, you're going to go. But you might be tempted. Absolutely. You're prompted to go back and have a snack, a bite here and a bite there, and you say, "Well, it's just a nibble. It's just a bite. It's just this. It's calories." Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's easy to get three or four hundred calories without even knowing it. Absolutely. Okay. So, all right. So give the map a chance. Give the map a chance. Give right. the map a chance. Try mm-hmm. it out. See how it works for you. Um, and let us know. Right. All right. That is it for today. Until next time. Stay happy. Stay healthy and forget to be afraid.